Hello. Hello. Hi. Hi. So we're waiting on one more person to chime in with us. Okay. How are you? Today's topic, would you say? How are you? I'm doing good. You know, we're all boarded up over here, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, everybody. Not too much that we can really do. <laughs> I feel you. So I was like, you know what? I'll start my podcast because, you know, I have a YouTube channel called Chess Moves of a Woman. So I was like, let me do my podcast because a lot of people ask me about these certain topics. Like I get like a whole bunch of Facebook messages and they always talk about this. And I'm like, you know what? Maybe I should talk about this. Sound like, yeah, that sounds like a good idea. That's the use of the yes. word. Yeah, so I'm waiting on Michael Russell to chime in here because the reason why I wanted you to because you guys have two different perspectives on this. So I'm waiting for him to chime in here. Let's see here. See if he gets in here. So let me ask you a question. Mm -hmm. What's your perspective on this? On what? On basically weight doesn't matter. Love Love is a bigger factor than, than weight. Um, I don't know. I got mixed emotions. I think that I don't think that weight necessarily matters, but I think it all dep- it depends on the person. Like for me, for instance, um, I'm I'm attracted to people based off of like their personalities and what they can like the way they speak. I'm attracted to like the mental. So if you get me mentally, then uh, physically you're going to be attracted to me. Mm, okay. So it's pretty much on the person's personality. Yeah. Now, as far as like attractiveness, like like if I'm just looking at surface value, then of course I'm going to look at their weight. I'm going to look at, but I'm looking more than their weight too, because I talk to. Uh, woman with more weight that's pretty in the face before I talk to somebody that's ugly as hell with a nice body okay well the thing about a person with weight versus you know a person let's just say you've got a person that looks really good you know but have a really ugly attitude you know but then you've got a person that's pretty much on the heavier side but she has you know really good personality really good heart and she's just a down, down, downright good woman, you know? What do you do with that? So you're really attracted to the other person, but they've got a stink-ass attitude. And this other person, you know, she may not be what you want on the outside, but she's everything that you want on the inside. But see, that's why I said that for me is a mental thing. So, like, once you have a stink attitude, I'm not going to find you attractive no more. Facts. Like, the moment I start to see that attitude, I'm no longer going to see their outside surface beauty. Like, it's going to be your attitude that I see. And then once I look at you, it's going to, I'm going to be disgusted by you. So, like, you, I'm not even going to get past that. And then if you have this big heart and you're calm, like, you're the type of person that I'm attracted to, then I'm attracted to you. And at the end of the day, it doesn't matter your weight or anything like that. It just matters that I'm attracted to you. Like my your attractiveness is not dependent upon necessarily physical beauty. It's more so about all around beauty. So it's a little different. So what's the biggest 
as far as weight wise that you dated? Um, I don't know. Probably <laughs> like two something. I don't, I don't want to say no weight because they gonna be mad at me. <laughs> I think something crazy. They like, well, who the hell did you date that was bit that big? <laughs> wait, wait, wait! We are all telling the truth. This is come on now. We gotta tell the truth. We I'm trying to think. To I'm gonna say like two sixty two somewhere around Woo! there. Nothing wrong with that, you know. People wear their weight in different areas, right? So there, there's yeah. nothing wrong with that. Now I know my kid's mother. She was two, like two forty, after she had my daughter. But my, she's also like five ten. So, oh okay, it's like different. She wasn't that. She was really. She wasn't that big. She was big, but she wasn't like round. Oh okay, so she was proportioned. Yeah, cause she, okay. cause she had a big old butt. <laughs> so, oh, okay. Yeah, I know all about that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's a Puerto Rican woman. So. I know all about that. The hips, the booty. I've always, you know, I've always had like a slender type of frame, like on the, you know, the top, and then the bottom was always bigger than, you know. So, so I, I definitely yep. understand that. That's how she's shaped: big hips, big butt. Yep, that's me. <laughs> <laughs> That's been pretty much, you know, part of my life. But, you know, a lot of people are very shallow, you know. They would get, let's just say a woman likes you. She was really, really interested in you. And you kind of, you know what I mean, put her in the friend zone because she's not what you want on the outside. You know, she's not too appealing. That's not like a trophy wife that you can just take around. And then you have this other girl, you know, really in top tip shape and just just ugly as far as just ugly in the inside you know what I mean just ugly in the inside and but you're so so attracted to this person you know like a lot of people put the wrong people in the friend zone we women we go after we we women go after um, a dude that would treat us wrong well some women because I'm not going after a dude that's going to treat me wrong but a lot of women go after dudes that's going to treat them wrong talk shit to them hit on them and different things like that and they think that that's love versus the good man the good man that's going to treat them right open the doors you know cater to them treat them like a real woman yeah, I'm going to tell you what I was hello Michael? Hello? 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 Your phone went completely out, would you say? Oh, oh, okay. So I said I had, a, I was watching a movie like that. Hmm. Um, and the guy, it was, so it was this girl and it was two guys that was trying to court her. She was like, it was like some, it was a weird movie on Netflix, but like she was new to this school to this area and there was this guy that she met and he was really nice and they had like a lot of similarities a lot of things in common he was a really good guy he treated her really respectfully and then it was like this other dude that was there and he was like more of the badass and all the girls wanted him and he was like a, a like a band player and all this other crap and she's like started to put the other guy in the friend zone to go after the other guy 
And then it was like, as she started going with the other guy, she started to notice like certain things that he didn't do and didn't understand that the other guy that she didn't put in the friend zone did. So it was just like weird because I was because I looked at the person I was watching the movie with and I said, you see, that's what's wrong with women. That's how they pick. They decide to go say, forget the good guy and go straight for the person that's a piece of crap. And like it's attracted to the the bad side that that negative those negative character traits for some reason. Well, you know what, opposites definitely attract. You know, <laughs> opposites definitely definitely attract. A lot of men say that they want good women, but when they get a good woman, a, a good woman, they treat her for less. <laughs> they don't treat her how she's supposed to be treated. They treat her for less. But then they get a badass woman that's gonna talk shit to them and treat them wrong. Then they treat her like gold. Explain that. All right, so I have a philosophy on that because I used to be one, I used to be that person. Okay. So, oh, um, wow. now at one point in time, I would remember telling somebody I was talking about it, and I said, uh, as I sat back and I did a lot of introspection, like once I started meditating and doing things of that nature, I started realizing that no matter how much I like claim to love people and love like myself, I never really understood what love was, and I didn't really love myself. And it was something about that negativity that drew me to that person. Like, it was like the more that she was nasty and the more it felt like she didn't want me, I guess, the worse she treated me, the more I felt like I needed her or I wanted her. That's because sad, right? Some way, in some way in my mind, that was an indication of, like, my own self-esteem. If I could make this person that treats me like this, like, love me or care about me, then I'm really whatever. Like I'm, I'm better at this, or I'm good at that, or whatever the case may be. Like it was wow. just weird. But then once I got older and I started like doing a lot of introspection and learning myself, I realized that it was all like it all stems from your understanding of what love is from when you're a kid. A lot of times, and as you grow up, you just don't really understand what it means. So you a mistake infatuation and um, attachment for love. Amen. And a lot of people are stalemates. You know, a lot of people will stay with you because of the association, because of the perks and everything that, you know, that you come with, but they don't genuinely love you or rock with you or really have your best interest, you know? A lot of oh, people are seed fillers taking a valuable space in people's lives. Oh, I know. Because I, I, I sold drugs for years. You? I, wow. Yeah, ex- yeah, I had a pass. But like, okay. the whole time... <laughs> the whole time that I did, like, I had to get any, just about any woman I wanted. And it didn't matter if it was, like, some girl in the hood or if it was, like, a professional businesswoman. Because I had a certain level of money. So I could get to wherever I wanted and I could get whoever I wanted. But it was only because I had so much stuff. It was easy. Hmm. That makes sense. Well, you know what? I went through that, too, because, you know, a lot of guys... They call me still trying to run game on me all day long. <laughs> you know, I definitely see through the bullshit. You know, I'm not a woman that goes for a man with all the money. And, you know, I'm not all about money. And a lot of guys, you know, they judge me wrong. They think that I'm a gold digger or, you know, you have to have all this money to be able to talk to me. But I'm really a humble spirit. You know, I, I, I'm really a humble spirit. I really want a person that doesn't have it all you know but we get it all together does that make sense that makes perfect sense i always said that um i believe that you're supposed to build your empire with 
like your king or your queen or whatever, like whoever you're gonna, I like you're gonna build empire together. Like I used to always say that I had like my vision was to like incorporate my like my spouse into my business, like in whatever way. Like we, and then if you had your own business goals and in some way I help you with yours, like we Absolutely. help each other to grow. Like that was always the goal. Exactly. Solidifying the foundation, becoming that power couple, having those power goals, you know, building that empire. So if life were to happen, our children wouldn't have to worry, you know, different things like that have have always, you know, been on my mind. But the way that people judge me is just, it's ridiculous. Like they come at me with all types of things. And I'm like, really, dude, I'm such a humble down to earth chick. It's not even funny. But, you know, I have a friend that, you know, she entertains certain people. I'm not going to say any names. But, you know, she entertains a certain type of personality. And anytime that you do something for a person and that love is not reciprocal, then everything is one-sided, you know? And I feel if you're with somebody or even if you're entertaining, whatever whatever you are to that person, and everything is coming from one side, then you should look at yourself and understand your value and your worth. You shouldn't want, you shouldn't want to put up with that. A lot of women today, because of their size, because of their weight, because of how they look and all this other different attributes about themselves, they get put on the back burner. And, but you know why that is? A lot of time, and not for no nothing, but like a lot of women put themselves on the back burner. Mm. Like they allow, like I'm not even say women. A lot of people, like period, like these men and women who are like put into these um, positions, they're allowing themselves to be put in there. And in all actuality, they're putting themselves there by the way they conduct themselves. You would never believe how many women I had just like do the most or try to do the most or just like completely have a lack of self-respect for themselves like and i had to check them about the way that they conducted themselves and tell them that they should have more respect for themselves and then they apologize to me and i'm telling them don't apologize to me because i'm like when when it comes down to like self-respect and things of that nature um i'm a bit of an asshole excuse my language but i don't sugarcoat things and i'm not going to try to make you feel good about it i'm gonna tell you what it is and i'm gonna be like frank about it so a lot of times people think that I'm trying to be harsh, but I'm really just telling you, like, that's disgusting. You shouldn't behave that way. Mm-hmm. But they do it to themselves. Like, they just they just offer themselves up without expecting anything from you. So if you don't, if you're not expecting anything from me and I'm going to be able to get everything from you, you have people out here that look for people like that. So when you put yourself out there as such, you're opening yourself up and being vulnerable to attack and to be used. Mm. Well, do you think women actually put themselves out there like that? Because I think oh, I know it comes from the insecure type of mind frame. You know, a lot of men put them on the back burners so they feel like they have to buy a man's love. They have to uh, show more skin, show more cleavage, you know, just show more parts of their body to be able to be accepted. Because otherwise, a man's not going to turn his head and look at them. I mean that, and a lot of times it stems more so from the fact that a lot of them didn't ever have or understand what it was to be loved by a man at the beginning, and then they had the absence of the father, absolutely. Or they, or they just had parents, a mother, a father, their siblings as they were growing up, 
that put these negative thoughts, like all these negative connotations on them. Instead of like lifting them up and giving them positive affirmations about themselves, they got told, oh, you're bad, oh, you're this, or you ugly, or you this. Like, and hearing that growing up, eventually you start to believe it. And so now you're searching for somebody to just accept you for how you are. So, but you don't feel like anybody can. So you go over like those. And like you said, the insecurities kick in. So you go and do the most. You go overboard and trying to have people to be attracted to you or want you or, do you know what I mean? Absolutely. So let me, let me ask you a question. Tell me about a time where this, let's just say uh, through your life that a girl, well, a woman really, really liked you and was showing you all you know good signs and stuff and you put her on the back burner and as why did you put her on the back burner and you know about the time tell me about a time like that well me for me perfect me per se Mm -hmm. i don't like weak women so um you could be a good woman but if you're gonna let me like walk all over you i'm I'm not i'm I'm not gonna be i'm gonna lose attraction Absolutely. And so there has been a few women that like they were good women, but they were just Weak. they had no backbone. Mm. And I didn't. And I'm. And my whole thing is I'm a dominant. Like that's who I am, and my my characteristics, like and everything. I'm a dominant. Mm. Um, but I don't like to dominate the weak. Right. Like I don't right. want a woman that is submissive for every man. Right. So like if you're always submissive to anybody who comes along, then I'm no longer going to be attracted to you because so I like to I want somebody to submit to me who is not that easy to submit. That means I had to prove myself worthy That's of that facts. submission. That's facts. That's with me because a woman should know her worth, you know, her morals and values in life in order to put herself on that pedestal. <laughs> She can't do everything to every man, you know, like I've been married one time and and, and I'm just going to, you know, just pretty much throw this out there. What I do with, you know, my husband, I wouldn't do with other people. You know, he really had to go through a lot just to prove that he was even worthy for me to do anything with him. You know what I mean? Because that type of thing is just not given to just anybody. And a lot of people don't understand, you know, that type of perspective. But a lot of women are lost these days, you know. A lot of men treat these women like they're doormats. But a lot of women also let themselves be doormats. But how do we stop that? I mean, honestly, from my experience, it's no longer even just a a man and a woman thing. It's like a, a person. Like, people out here are being used and abused like by the masses like men and women like because like you have weak men just like you have weak women and then you have predators that prey on them mm. so as long as you have them like they're go- as long as they're around they're going to continue to put themselves out there like to be doormats then that's what's going to happen because at the end of the day if you lay down then somebody's going to walk on you like because if you just la- if you're just allowing yourself to be walked all over like you teach people how to treat you and I believe that just like I believe that no no self like loving man with like like integrity is going to want a woman who he knows or and no woman is going to want a man who she knows that has been around the block or been with everybody to everybody gave their bodies to everybody like everybody they they encountered they got stories about them and this person your significant other like Mm -hmm. is i I have a i have a belief that as you lay with people and you give yourself to people that you like i believe in soul ties so i truly believe that the more that you lay 
and you give yourself to somebody, the more of yourself you're giving away. So then once you finally meet the person who is worthy of that, you have you you have very little to give them that you haven't already given to everybody Absolutely. else. Absolutely. I totally So for me it's like, like you gotta you gotta you gotta choose who you are and and I judge you based off I judge you based off of not just your past but also your present. Because a lot of times your present like your past becomes your present and you don't realize it like you'll think you've done away with certain characteristics of yourself or certain behaviors that you have but they'll still like dormant in you and they'll show themselves eventually if the situation presents itself if you haven't really done away with that that's true um i believe in soul ties too because you can transfer energy you know you can transfer bad soul ties through sex and a lot of people don't understand why they act a certain way based off of the company that they keep you know the people that they entertain you know time is an investment you have to choose wisely who and what you invest your time into because you can't get that time back but if you are entertaining the wrong spirit then you are going to become that and not only through sex you can you know transfer energy through a conversation you know just conversing on the phone so you have to be careful because that energy is transferable at any time. Yeah, that and and there's also a science behind it that they, that they go back to prove how um, when a woman lays with a man, um, like if she has sex with a man and she uh, like she doesn't use protection, like once they start having intercourse and he uh, ejaculates inside of her, like that his DNA becomes a part of hers and like they can test it years and years later like even after death like that man every man's dna that these, this woman has been with lies dormant in her brain and you can still like and it'll still test positive for this man's dna like it was crazy i, I read this whole book about like the transference of dna from man to woman mm. what's the name of that i have to go look at it again i've read so many books i gotta look I gotta look it up. I, I think it was in this book called um, "Why Darkness Matters," because they were talking about the DNA and uh, neuromelanin of the brain and how uh, neuromelanin protects from um, psychological diseases and things of that nature, and why it is um, less rampant in the black communities um, of mental diseases, as far as like um, dementia and things of that nature, because the more the more uh, neuromelanin you have, the more protection it gives you from psychological diseases. If that makes sense, mm. so they can prove like how, like how much of African descent you have based off of your neuromelanin, and it goes to the point where every human being on the earth, um, including Caucasians and Asians and everyone else, has neuromelanin, and so it proves of how. Um, everybody stems from like African descent in some way, shape, or form. Hmm. I like that. <clears throat> you know, so I'm gonna go ahead and close this because I know that we went a little bit over the time. Um, I definitely want to close this with you are very knowledgeable. You spread a lot of insight on different topics and different discussions. I definitely want to, you know, talk to you again about different segments because I think you are brilliant. I think you have a great mind well, you. <laughs> and you have a lot of experience. So a lot of people 
could actually use that you know i definitely want to do a segment called chess moves of a man i want you to go live and you know put some people in there that you want to do you know anybody that that you want to actually like bring in on this conversation that that could I could actually I probably have a few people that probably would be yeah, interested. Yeah. The, the We're all in quarantine. Why not? <laughs> that, listen, you never lie. We all quarantine. We might as well do something exactly, about it, right? Exactly. I always just wanted to hear, you know, your perspective on life because I think you're a brilliant man. You know, you have a lot of smart, intelligent, you know, topics that you share. And I think the world definitely needs to experience and hear that. See, and I told you that's why I told you I'd be quarantined with you. That way, I exactly, you exactly. That's why I would <laughs> say you would definitely be my quarantine buddy. You <laughs> <laughs> have fun. Absolutely. Did you have anything else that you wanted to share? No, not at the moment. We can we can uh visit, revisit this conversation. Though. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, I definitely want to thank you for coming on here and, you know, sharing your insight and everything. And I really do appreciate that. All right, you guys. Yes, ma'am. All right. And it was me, Shelly, here live with Michael Barksdale. And this is the Chess Moves of a Woman. <laughs>